listening to a brand new bonus episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We are your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esteem. And we welcome you officially to our very, very last episode of 2020. Oh my god, now that you said that, it just like hit me to in my soul. Can you even believe that this is the... Did you... Like, we made it, Esty. I, like, I know. We I know. have survived. I know. That's crazy. And to think this is our last episode of this year, it just kind of freaks me out. It freaks me out, too. It's been a fucking year. I know. I remember, like, I want to listen... Um, I think our first episode of the year was with Mike, right? Uh-huh. And, like, just thinking back, and all three of us were like, yeah, 2020 is going to be so great. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and then, uh, whoosh, like, we got fucking blindsided. Yeah. I think New Year's resolutions is out for 2021. We just need to be grateful that we're alive and that we've made it this far. And, um, yeah, so... Yeah, it's it's definitely been a year. The pandemic was the highlight. Actually, no, there was so much shit that happened this year. There was the pandemic. There was the riots. There was the fucking election. It it was just a very dramatic year, and we're excited that we made it. Thank you to all of you guys who have listened, who have supported, who have given us feedback, and we just love you guys so much, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, and we just want to just tell you how grateful and we're just so excited that we all survived this. Yes. What Laura said, um, we really wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you so much for your continued support. Um, you guys continue to, you know, represent us and give us feedback and really just stand by us through all this. And we, we really do from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate it. Um, you know, it's like Laura said, it's been one shitty ass year and, the one thing that remains is that you guys have been loyal and really there could be so many other things going on in the world and you guys could be doing and you guys continue to listen to us and that means more to us than anything. So thank you very, very, very much. Yes. And we thought it would be appropriate to end this year on the topic that was basically this whole entire year, which is COVID. And tonight we're actually sharing something that we have not shared before on the lunchbox chats and i'm sure a lot of you don't even know this um because honestly if i was listening from the outside i wouldn't even know this like thing that we're about to tell you but um sc do you want to go ahead and tell our chatters yeah what this bonus episode is going to be about yeah absolutely so um i unfortunately was diagnosed with covid um i like laura said i did not talk about it Um, And she respected that. I didn't want to talk about it um, at all, to be honest. Um, But I will say when I had it, I still was podcasting. (laughs) Yeah, this bitch showed up like every fucking week with her COVID self. She's like, I'm like, hey, you sure? Like, you don't want to rush. She's like, no. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you listen back to certain episodes, you will 100% can tell in my in my voice that I was not well. But yeah, I did podcast, I did post, I still did what I had to do because this is what I love to do. And um, we show up for you guys as we do every week and, you know, we're dedicated. And thank you, Laura, for, you know, being next to me during all this and, you know, allowing me to keep on trucking through. But um, yeah, so unfortunately, I did and get this. And, you know, you guys, it's something that I'm ready to talk about now. I didn't want to in the beginning, but I am now. And 
I just want to, you know, for all of those of you out there who don't believe in it and think it's conspiracy or propaganda and all that shit, it's true, it's real, and it sucks. Um, there was no no ifs, ands, or uh, like buts about it. I was fortunate enough to get a moderate slash mild case of it, mm-hmm. um, but I did have the symptoms, um, and it was really shitty, and it was a shit storm as they say i physically could not leave my couch for like a week straight i just had zero energy i was so fatigued um it, it just it it was bad it was really really bad laura could tell you guys um yeah it, it for was sure it was just rough i remember seeing that text message that morning and i literally felt like my heart drop and i'm like holy fuck like what and i remember like texting you right away and you're like i don't want to talk about it and i kind of just like i hate to like take you back but i think it's like so important like for our listeners for our chatters you know for people who have had it or haven't had it or experienced their family or friends having it like just kind of like take us through the emotions of how you felt when you got that positive test result okay yeah um so I wasn't feeling myself I I mean I still was you know operating and going on my daily living but I didn't feel like 100% myself like I didn't feel I don't know I just felt like off like what Um, like what like you were like dizzy like just like tired no you know what this is gonna sound like a terrible correlation but I have no other way to describe it to you guys but how I've shared my other story here um so when I didn't feel right with myself before I discovered I had to get brain surgery I knew something was wrong Mm -hmm. and I just just listened to my body and I think since then since my whole like you know, I actually learned to listen to my body. Like I now rest, I now recuperate. I, you know, if I throw my back out or if I had a really hard day at the gym, like I listen to my body now, thank God ever since, you know, my brain surgery, because I listened to my body. So that's exactly what I did. Like, I just did not feel like myself. So I didn't go out. I like after work, I wasn't like, you know, I didn't go to the gym. Like I just didn't feel myself. And I just, I, I just didn't feel me. Um, and unfortunately, mm that one morning when I woke up, I was like, Oh my God, I feel like shit. Like I felt sick, not well. Like I just, I just was like kind of feverish, kind of like, I kind of nauseous. I'm like, what is going on? And I was just like, Oh my God, please don't tell me. I think I have it. And I did. I, I, I the first thing that morning I went on freaking line and stood there for two hours as to get a COVID test. And yeah, you guys, it, those, those lines are no joke. The, you know, the waiting around is awful. Um, but I, you know, I went, I was there two, two hours. It took me to get the test. It wasn't a rapid one. It was a legit one. Um, and the nurse, um, a lady there was like, you know, you'll get your results back in a couple of days. And Sure as shit, I got my results back in a couple of days. And it, and in those days, while I was waiting to get my test results, I progressively got worse. Mm. Um, my fatigue was at an all-time low. I Like I said, I literally couldn't get off my couch. Like, I made it to my bed, to my couch, to my couch, to the bathroom, and that was it. Like, that's yeah. all I could do. I couldn't even do, like, my stairs in my house. Like, it was just bad. It was it, – I was just so tired. Um yeah and yeah it, I remember you saying like you're like I can't even go up my stairs like it's like and and you were like super scared you're like 
how am I ever going to go back up my stairs again? You know, it's kind of like, talk us through like when you're going through it and like, you're really in it. How do the symptoms progress? Like, when did you feel really bad? And kind of when did you start feeling a little bit that you're turning around? So when I, like I said, I, I felt off and as those days, when I, so I went to get to take the test and as those days while I was waiting to get the test results, I was getting worse. So mm. by worse meaning um, fatigue, like fatigue kicked my ass. Um, so I was, so I got my results back. Um, I had it positive and it was all you guys like, it was so scary. Like I was so scared I, and scared in regards like, Oh my God, am I going to die? Am I going to make it? Do I have to go to the hospital? Like, because everything we read and see on TV or read on social media and, you know, see on TV, it's scary. It, mm-hmm. It's really scary. And they're like, telling, oh, people are dying and you're going to be on a ventilator. You can't breathe. So I'm just like, I was in my head and Laura could attest it. I was so badly in my head and I was just really freaking scared. Like, again, and I, I hate to bring this up again, but I was just as scared as like when I was going in for brain surgery. I'm just like, I don't know if like, I can make this like, is this, is this going to take over my body? Am I ever going to be the same again? Like you don't know because you just hear all these horror stories. So my anxiety was like crippling. Um, I was freaking out. Um, but progressively, so my fatigue subsided to now I lost my sense of taste and smell. Mm. So, which honestly, you guys, to me personally, was the worst thing. I rather have been fatigued for three weeks straight than have lost my sense of taste and smell for the two and a half weeks that I lost it. Really? A hundred percent. Because I don't know if you remember this, Laura, but like what I was telling you, I felt like a part of my body was missing. Yes, I remember. You were like, it was like psyching you out. Yeah, it was like, you guys, it's okay. Oh, you like, I don't know. I don't know. How to explain. I'm like, oh, like when you hear those symptoms, I'm, I'll speak for myself. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I'll speak for myself. Like when I heard those were the symptoms, I'm like, how bad can that really be? Yeah. You guys, it's the worst. Like I said, I'd rather have had fatigue for the three and a half weeks that it took for me to kick this shit than me losing my uh, my taste and smell. I, I, I would do it all over again. So I didn't want to have to like experience those two things. It was the worst. And like, I don't know. I know what I'm going to say next. This sounds really dumb, but I don't know how to explain it. And I know I've said this to Laura before, but like, even though I couldn't smell and taste, there was this really weird taste in my mouth. And I don't know. I don't know. You're like, how is that possible? Because you couldn't taste. I don't know how to explain it. But like, there was this bitter, like, aftertaste in my mouth that would not go away. So that's how I knew that that would that I was gonna like that that was gonna come back first. And sure as shit, my taste came back before my smell. Wow, that's so crazy. So you weren't able to like taste any food at no, all? No, absolutely not. Which was fabulous because I dropped 11 pounds, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, I had no energy to eat. Like as much as they're like, you know, drink fluids and like, you know, stay hydrated and all this stuff. Like I, I just had no desire to eat. I, zero. I didn't want to eat anything. Like mm. I just was just, I didn't have it in because I had, there was nothing appealing to me. I was like, oh, I want pizza or or I want tacos, or I want, like, you know what I mean? Or I want something, like, nothing. I didn't want anything. Like, I wanted nothing. Did it make you nauseous to think about food, or you kind of were, it did? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, because I was just, like, I, like, in my head, I'm, like, oh, my God, I would love, love to make myself, like, a bowl of pasta right now, but then I think about it, I'm, like, ew, I can't even eat that. Like, I can't. Wow. And, And you know what's really fucked up about, again, this is my experience, but what's really fucked up is that Towards the end of me kicking this shit, 
I would wait, and like, I, I don't know if you remember the story, but I, I would wake up, I'm like, all right, today's the day, like, I'm going to get everything back, like, I'm going to be full of energy, I'm going to be ready to go, and by, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, I was back on my couch. Yeah, you kind of, like, you didn't know when it would hit you again. Right, you go in, like, and from my, again, my experience, I was, like, I was going in waves, like, I would peak really high in the morning, and then in the afternoon, I would, like, be back on my couch, like taking naps. And for those of you who know me, know I do not nap. Like mm. I, I don't like I don't even know what that means. I would be napping for hours. I'd wake up again, and I'm like in my glory, and I'd be good for the rest of the, the rest of the night. I wake up in the morning, and the next morning, and I would feel like I got hit by a train. And then later on that afternoon, like three, four o'clock, and like eve, like afternoon, late afternoon, evening, I could like run a mile. It, it was insane how this virus takes. You, you, wow. it's like a roller coaster ride of emotions and it took me for me it took me three and a half weeks to kick this shit and you know I for those of you who know me um I don't know if I've disclosed this on the podcast but I think I have but if I did if I didn't I'm gonna tell you guys if I did I'm sorry I'm gonna revisit it I was born with a heart murmur so um I was freaking out about that because mm. you know of the catching the breath and i will say towards the very very end and i need to knock on one right now towards the very end of me kicking this is like a couple of days it took like I, it took like my breath away it was kind of hard for me to catch my breath towards mm. the end which was really bizarre because you hear about it like in the in the middle of it that's i mean at least that's what i've heard in the middle of when of the virus like you know it's, you have trouble breathing but to me it was like towards the tailwind of it and i was just like Ooh, this is like I had to catch my breath, like going up my stairs. Like I would have to go outside a couple of times just to get fresh air because it was hard for me to like catch my breath. And throughout this whole time, you were obviously quarantining. So mm-hmm. did that also start to take an effect on it? Like you were in your house like for three weeks by yourself, like no contact with human life. It was just you and new. Mm-hmm. You had you had just basically gotten new. Like she was still like a little baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that you asked this. Um, I was really, really concerned for new because I hear back and forth like animals could get it, they can't get it, they can get it. I was really, 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 really um concerned for her because she is such a puppy. But I will say she's a trooper and she was by my side this entire time. But yes, I was literally isolated in my house. Um I was fortunate enough to have my fabulous friends and family um leave stuff for me on my um front door back door my porch um sending me care packages laura is one of those people so shout out to laura because she was doing that as well um yeah i'm really really blessed to be surrounded by an amazing group of people and my loved ones um who like supported me throughout this and been there for me and you guys know who you are um sending me stuff and like just you know it, it just being there and um checking in with the phone calls, the texts, the FaceTimes, like all that really, really means a lot to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I will say that this quarantine hits differently when you um, have COVID. Um, yeah. I am one of those people who, you know, abided by what I needed to do. I did it because not only for the safety of myself, but for others, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not those type of people that are like, oh, you know, fuck it. It only takes like 10 to 14 days to, you know, quarantine and go out and about. No, I, I did not. That's not how I, I, I am. Um, I waited um, until I was told to. I went and got two tests because there is such a thing called false negative, which is bizarre to me. I can't believe that even fucking exists. Um, mm. And I went and got two tests to make sure that I was good to go. I was. I was feeling 
um, better. I, I should say I still wasn't a hundred percent, but I was much, much better than I was. And, and, you know, it took, it took a while. It really did, but I was able to beat it and uh, here we are. Yeah. And I just want to acknowledge you for like, as soon as like you found out, like you guys contacted like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that sounds ridiculous to even say, but I've known people who have COVID and you don't find out until they're on like day 10, like, oh, by the way, I've had COVID. And it's like, wait, what? Right. And I think that's so irresponsible of like how people handle it. And I feel like you guys, like you did it like so great. Like you reached out you stayed inside, you followed the rules, you took your test, and then you moved on with your life. Yeah. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Um, I do just want to touch lightly on something that is, you know, pisses me off, to be honest with you. I know I spoke to you about it. So I just want to tell everybody this as well, is that the misconception behind the rules and regs of having COVID is fucking astronomical to me. I don't Mm -hmm. understand it. And I I genuinely believe because I did have it, is why this shit's still around. And hear me out. I'm not trying to be political right now. I'm not trying to, like, you know, get inside anyone's head. I'm just clearly speaking facts based off my experience. So when I got tested for it and when I got my results back, shortly thereafter, the nurse of my town called, or nurse practitioner of my town called me to notify me, of obviously, that I have it. Um, and told me all, like, the spiel. Um, then, shortly after that, the um, another member of the state of New Jersey called me and mm-hmm. gave me the same thing. Except this time, I'm now, uh, I'm, I'm now I'm, num- I'm a number. Mm-hmm. So I'm a number now in the state of New Jersey that I had COVID. So now, two different people I spoke to. Two different people gave me information completely different. I was told by the first person of my town that I'm to quarantine for, for 10 days. The state of New Jersey representative told me I'm supposed to quarantine for 14 days. From day of diagnosis or day of when you started feeling weird? No, date of when I got my test. Okay, so day oh, when you went in for your test. Which is bullshit to me because I, because I definitely, when I, when I, when, and why I'm saying that is because it's weird because how is it from the day I got my test? Because if I wasn't feeling well a little bit before, it shouldn't be from when I felt before. Right. That's what I would think. Right. So why is it not just when I got my test? What about the day when I went to get the, when I um, test? I'm sorry. One, I, I apologize. The one person, the first person from my town told me it was from the day that I got my test. The state of New Jersey told me is when I got my results. Mm, wow what a see like this is what's so fucked up it's like that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying and then when i was seen by my doctor my doctor was uh telehealth i'm sorry not seen like physically in the office Mm -hmm. but when i telehealth because of my medical you know my heart murmur and then i had brain surgery so like there was like these you know factors that i had to go and check out and whatnot she told me it was 14 days of when Mm -hmm. i took my test as well so it's just like these are three different medical professionals that are representing the medical field and they're all three different stories and no one knows what the facts are wow that is and and that must be so confusing because you already feel like shit and it's mm -hmm. like no you're not getting answers from anybody and granted this is like a new disease but it's that must have been so frustrating Right, exactly. And, and that's what I'm trying to take into consideration. This is new. 
we we don't know the logistics of everything you know it, we're still going through it um and i again i understand that concept of it but i will not understand why we have three different medical professionals with three different um answers to me and i was also told i'm sorry i'm missing this part out too that was also told oh yeah after those 10 or 14 days you could go back out into society you do not need a negative test and that's why I want to share. And I'm sorry if I'm raising my voice is because that is why, let me really calm down. Mm. That is why I genuinely believe this shit is not going to go away anytime soon. Because how can you say that you could go back into out in society 10 days, 14 days, ever? I could still be carrying it. Because wow. they're not asking you to get it retake, retaken again. So like I could, you know, again, I took for me, it was three and a half weeks until I tested negative because I knew I still felt like shit. But if you're listening to that nurse or you're listening to your doctor or, or the state of New Jersey is telling you 10 to 14 days and you don't need to get retested and you're still going out feeling like shit, you're spreading that shit around. Exactly. It's so wild. That's why I feel like you kind of going back to like what you said at the beginning, you kind of just need to listen to your body and listen to yourself and all of this because listen, the doctors are great, but I feel like we know ourselves the best. And I know that's so like primitive of me to say, but look, I mean, you followed your instinct and you're like, you know what? And I'm sure like somebody told you also to go take a test, but like you chose that, you know? So it's just, it's so crazy. When did you, like, when did you like start to feel like finally better do you feel finally better were there after effects to it i mean that's i'm thank you too for asking that because i'm not gonna lie i was really concerned about my mental state after all this um Mm. i think my anxiety has never reached an all-time low as after this and i don't mean that be like pity me or woe is me absolutely not i mean that like with the utmost respect to people who are going through this. It's one thing to be, you know, in a pandemic as we are right now, but it's another thing to be isolated in your house for that long. And of course, you know, things that got me through, you know, what I was able, don't get me wrong, but like when you go back out and you still don't feel yourself, like it, you feel so uneasy. You still feel like, am I ever going to feel okay? Am I ever really going to be able to taste everything a hundred percent? Am I ever going to mm-hmm. be able to smell like a hundred percent? Am I able to be like laugh again, go out with my friends, like hang out, like be the person I used to be, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I will say it took me a while um, to feel comfortable again in my own body and like skin, because I, this is going to, I don't think I've shared this with you, Laura, and I can't believe I'm just going to say this, but I'm just going to be very honest and vulnerable right now. I didn't feel pretty. Like, I didn't feel mm. myself. I didn't feel, like, happy. I just I just felt really, like, defeated. Like, that's it. I felt so defeated. I felt insubordinate because there's so many, like, I'm alive. And I have that. That's all I have to be thankful for. There's, you know, there's people, unfortunately, who had it hundred times worse than me and, and weren't able to tell their story and mm. I just you know and I, I'm getting emotional even you know having this conversation because like I I was like why am I getting so hard on myself like I should be so thankful and able to like be talking about it and you know experiencing it and like I got it good compared to so many other people you know what I mean so yeah. for that is why like I'm not trying to like talk shit or like say oh my god like what pity me and like I had the worst year ever absolutely not I will not say that I'm not going to sit here and say that I won't 
I'm just going to sit here and say how incredibly fortunate I am to, you know, have this mild to uh, moderate case and that I could talk about it now because I just, and that's another reason, uh, you know, Laura could tell you, I, I didn't want to talk about it. I was not well, like mentally yeah. I was not well at all. Yeah. You went, you definitely went through like a dark space. I mean, how could you not like, it's so, it so affects your mental health. Like just not even just being sick, being stuck inside, not knowing what's going to happen, if it's going to have the side effects. I mean, it's kind of hard not to like feel shitty, but what were, do you think some of the things that helped you cope the best? Like, were there any like little rituals that you did or things that you told yourself or maybe like little activities you did around the house when you weren't like super fatigued? Like, was there anything that helped get you out of those like really dark spaces? Yeah. Nutella. Yeah. She definitely, um, really preoccupied me a lot. Uh, taking care of her and like, really she was taking care of me because like I literally did not leave my home and which was you know I talk about it here and Laura knows like I'm always out <laughs> I cannot yeah. be home I'm always out and about I'm always you know going doing things or I'm having people over we're doing stuff like I, I that's not me so to be like refrained from socialization really fucked me up but um yeah no new definitely helped me through this stuff um I'm so incredibly thankful and grateful that she has come into my life because I really don't know if I was able to do it without her because Mm -hmm. just taking care of her going out you know on my porch and walking up and down my driveway because that's all we could do you know so it's like she came at the most perfect time she really did and I you know everything happens for a reason I I don't that's all I can tell you guys exactly and I have one more question what would you tell either yourself or just like anybody who's actually just been diagnosed with COVID like any words of wisdom any advice anything that you would go back and even tell yourself at the very beginning yes um and I get that question a lot and stay off of the news Mm. do not listen to the news um it is it was really detrimental to me. I was, like I said, um, because, you know, all you hear is negative. This, the numbers are going up. This per these people are dying. This hospital is full to capacity. The trucks are coming for these bodies. Like it was, it was so fucked up and it was so disturbing and so sad. Like I was, I, I was really, really sad. And I was really, really scared for my life because I didn't know if this, if I was going to be one of those people, like I, I just right. didn't know. Wow, that's so, so crazy. Well, I'm so glad we're on the other side of it, that you're better and that, oh my God, you don't have that shit anymore. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you so much for sharing because I know this was like a really vulnerable topic for sure. Yeah, no, I'm glad, um, you know, that we had this conversation and we're able to, you know, bring it onto the podcast. And thank you for allowing me to share that little bit with you with you and our chatters um yes yeah um you know I I just wanted to end on that and just tell you guys that like have faith you guys can get through it I I hope and just try to be safe and you know from someone who's in the field and is really really um on top of shit like you know I'm constantly washing my hands I always have hand sanitizer on me my work clothes don't come through the door I put them right in the wash like it's just crazy. Like, you know, I, I, I am one of those anal people that go above and beyond. And unfortunately I still got it. So like, you just got to be really, 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 really careful, really careful. Yeah. Guys, be cautious, wear your masks, wash your hands, 
stay inside if you feel sick please don't go near anybody um i mean what a way to end this year i think this was like the most perfect episode it sucked that it had to end this way but i mean like you said like everything happens for a reason and i'm so glad that we can bring our chatters like firsthand experience of what you had so thank you again no problem yeah absolutely um you guys for real stay safe be be well enjoy yes. the upcoming holidays and we will be back oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this next year next year brand new episodes and more guests and i just can't wait to you guys hear what we have up our sleeves yes we will be back in on january 11th 2021 with our first episode of the lunchbox chats happy holidays we love you guys see you next year bye see ya <laughs>